When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is an Ian special report. Now reporting. The very handsome Jewish man, Peter Rosenberg. Ian at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. From the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is. One of your show is number one. Hey, hey, hey everyone. What's up? Welcome to ENN. On Tiwi. Ray Row. It's presented by D'Agostino and Associates, the injury firm. 888-24-LAW-24. D'Agostino, bite back. All right, everyone, I'd like to start off today by saying good evening to Michael. Alan, shut up! Oh, that was from Friday. So that, that means you had a clean day. Maybe it was just nothing that was funny. But that was really funny. Alan, shut up. Good evening to Don. Well, you could have laid out. Also from Friday, very yeah. good. Uh, good evening to myself. Oh. Alan, you're an oh. ass. So well, that's just unprecedented. What a clean show today, huh? No, that, it, that's wow. How about that? That's never happened. Yeah, he, that's how good we all were today. Three clean. I think that's Such one of Michael's next books. Three clean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so many things to discuss today, guys. Well, how about a little Julius Randall to start off? Anyone interested? Wow, sure. not really. Hmm. He was on the uh, Paul George podcast. Everybody has a podcast. Everybody in the world. You might as well just like they. You could just say a name and just end it with podcast. I'm the it. last holdout. I really am. Don well, has the, one. You have five. At the you, at this point, you got to hold. If I were, I'd be a very upset if you didn't hold yeah, out. Yeah. Now it's a thing. No, I'm not doing it. I don't have time to do it. Now, if you one day leave the radio show and get offered a big bag of cash to do one, well, then that's different. But until then, no. I'm staying here until they get sick of me. Well, some would say that. Forget it. Let's Oh, oh, really? Interesting. You don't know what I was going to say. You say some would say that we are sick of you. I know where you go. That's not exactly. What? No. Let's hear from Julius Randall on the Paul George podcast on handling the New York media and fans. If you want like a lesson, don't do thumbs down. That didn't work out well for me. <laughs> Honestly, I love it, bro. It's made me the player I am today. It all depends on how you look at it, bro. It can be tough for some people, and it's been tough for me. It's been tough for my family. The garden is it's a different animal. It done taught me so much more about myself. And as a player, age you though, bro. It's like it's like almost being like you a, you the president. And they go in there, and you see them, and they look great. And four years later, they got the image, and they look yeah. old as hell. Yeah, that's how I feel right now. How is it in New York? If you look at it from a media perspective like you'd be like damn it's hard being there i go on walks all the time like around the city the actual fans interaction like face to face is crazy how much love it is bro yeah. we ain't one sh- you know what <laughs> i mean we got to the second round they like man we so appreciate so appreciative 
Oh, that was really nice to hear. I got to tell you. I, you see, you didn't think you wanted to hear something from a random NBA players podcast. And look what you got. All right. What do we get? You didn't know no one enjoyed that? I enjoyed that. Well, he said the right thing. He's smart to say what he said. And I, he also was humbling where he said, self-deprecating, we haven't won anything. He didn't use the word anything because that's not what we are anymore. I mean, it was a pot. Listen, give him a break, okay? He didn't have a mic in front of 100,000 children. Excellent point by you. Thank you. I, I, I You know, you're, you're a guest on a podcast. Okay, I'm, I'm willing to give some. Uh, yeah, some I got no problem. With, I, I don't have any problem with that. You see my uh, Father of the Year trophy right in front of the mic? That's nice. Yeah. It's really like beautiful. Mary Tyler Moore. I mean, it's, it's an absolute fraudulent award. What do you mean, Mary Tyler Moore? What does that mean? It's, it kind of it looks, that's what it looks like. It looks like Mary Tyler Moore? Doesn't it, Peter? It looks like, it looks like a woman. It's I a won't man. see it for a year or two. His child in front of him. What, 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 why are you saying I'm a fraud, Peter? No, no, I didn't say you're a fraud. I said it's a fraudulent award. Why? Because they don't know. They know. First of all, they don't know what kind of father you are. Second of all, they don't know the competition. Oh, wow. Can I, I tell see you a father thing that happened on Saturday before you go to the next story? I don't think it's a, it looks like a woman. It looks like C-3PO. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good call, Peter. Well, all right, go was, ahead. Uh, so, <laughs> what was there in, in Spaceballs? <laughs> jo- jo- Joan Rivers was 3CPO <laughs> oh. in... Um, in Spaceballs. God's That's what it looks like. of movies. It's amazing. Hey, well, he's the best. Come on. There's a reason for it. All right. Go ahead. Sorry, Michael. Yes, you wanted to say something. All right. So, Charlie has his championship game. All right. On Saturday. So, they have a rule that no winning could start after 11 o'clock. In the, in the morning? Yeah. So, it starts at 930, and it, it, can, it can go to 1130, but the inning can't start okay. after 11. Kind of like when they when they used to have the old uh, curfews in the American League back. Exactly, then. very well put done. Yeah. So they're losing two to one, and I, and and they're coming up, and I figure this is the last inning, and then I'm doing the math in my head, and, and Charlie's coming up fifth, and I'm going, oh please don't let him make the last out, please. That that's what you were thinking about. That, that's the, it. That's by the way, you know what? Go ahead, continue. Because I don't want my children to to feel that. Oh, know? of course you don't. But it's it's that it's a loser mentality. Oh well, I'm a loser anyway. Well, that's what I was gonna. So. There's a runner at second, two outs. This kid named Dean hits a triple. To tie Love Dean. Love Dean. Always have. So it ties the game. Place so now crazy. So now you don't have to worry about him so getting the last Charlie's out. Charlie's coming up, Places and I go, Charlie, grabs. no pressure. Game is tied. Don't No pressure. And he hits a single, a walk-off single to win the game. He didn't know nice. that he won the game, though. He's standing at first base, and his team is mobbing. He doesn't realize it's 11-0-1. And that was the greatest Father's Day present I could have possibly gotten. I was running around, Don. Peter won't appreciate this. I was running around like Jim Balvano when he won the national championship. Really? I wouldn't I appreciate that. Wow. That's well, insulting. Uh, that on. was... He's a ir- basketball guy. He's got... He was four, but he knows that. No, no. It, I, I, know, I know that he would know. I'm saying that he can't understand... Oh, that's even more insulting. So you you went from the first you went from you don't understand because you don't under sport, understand sports right. to you don't understand because you just don't have children. I what, what do you got next for me? Where, where could you uh, follow up? You don't think that you think we sometimes I got to tell you, you parents out there, not you, Don, because you're a gentleman, but parents out there sometimes say things that are so insane. I understand that the feeling of being a parent is different than anyone could have imagined prior to being a parent. 
But I think relating to the idea of how thrilled you'd be to have your son hit a walk-off doesn't require being, um, you know, father of the year right. like you literally like are to I understand. Am. Yeah, right. I mean, right. even if you had come in third place in father of the year, I think you'd still understand what that feeling would be. Well, I felt great, okay? I can't, even, I can't even explain how, how giddy I was. That now you know how parents start getting so insane about their children's... No, uh, no, no, but I would never get insane. Those people should be ashamed of themselves. I was just happy that he was happy. You say that, but then it happens a few more times. You start getting geared up and going, all right, where, how far can I'm we take this thing? glad you know that me so well. Please go on. I'm sorry. What the hell was that? Don, did I say something wrong? Because oh, you're, 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 you're predicting that I'm going to be one of right. these lunatic parents. You think uh, that he's going to live vicariously through his son. I, I'm saying I see how it could probably get. That's a moment that can probably explain how it can become intoxicating because the child who you love even more than yourself is doing something that makes you feel more joy than you're capable of creating for yourself. I, I cannot I, create any joy for myself. I've, that's I've, my point. I agree. So I'm just saying I, I didn't mean it as a negative thing. I just yeah, well, I took it that way. <laughs> so that's you know all that matters. Yeah, take it how you want it. Let's go to our friend Alan. Alan Hahn? Uh, that's right. On Barton Hahn. Um, talking about Devin Booker and the situation in Phoenix. What could happen to Booker next year? Beal now goes to Phoenix. Phoenix is now a super team. Whether they like it or not, they have Kevin Durant, they have Bradley Beal, they have Devin Booker, three guys who score over 20 points a game. They don't have much of a roster, but they believe they're going for a championship. You were asked the question, who's going to be the point guard? You know what the answer is? They're asking Devin Booker to do it because he did it in the playoffs and it seemed to work. So, if this goes the wrong way, a year from now, could we be talking about a frustrated Devin Booker that sees a franchise that is now going nowhere because KD's going to be 35. Who knows what kind of year Beal has, but he's over 30. They're capped out, maxed out, no draft picks, no way to get better. Does he get fed up and say, get me the hell out of here? And may I remind you, his representation has three letters, C-A-A. Oh, no, no, Alan's got him coming to New York now? That's right. Wow. Didn't take long. We got him. Well, so that's the kind of forward thinking our shows here at 987 we're not going to we're not going to be satisfied with analyzing him as a son well it's fun about that let's analyze what's going to happen after it fails with the sons well i <laughs> i actually did think it was a pretty creative no no it way was of looking at it and, and 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 potentially reasonable because we'll let you behind the curtain when you when when you're doing a local show and you're going to do a national story you like to try to skew it local there you go. How can you make this relatable to the local listener? That's why Alan's great at what he does. Happy birthday, buddy. Happy How old birthday. is Alan now, 58? I want to say 52. Is, I, I, just, I didn't even think he was in his 50s. He looks terrific. The old Wikipedia should, uh, the old well, reliable, I'll check it out. I like you don't, call it. You don't bother. I'll check it out right now because I have better internet than you. Did you guys see the story and that was like... Front page on the New York Post for the last day or so, or on and off. Oh, I got it right here. You're right, Don. He's 52. I got but the front page, front page of the Post right here. I actually, for the first time in years, I, I actually physically bought a newspaper today. What was the cover? With uh, Man's Best Fiend. Oh, yeah. about, so it was about the dog. Yeah. yeah. All right, so that's the story I was going I was going to bring up. Okay. I, it, it's, I literally was so angered by the story. If you if you didn't hear it, basically. 
A couple was walking on the east side of Central Park yesterday with their uh, elderly dogs. And then a guy who they knew from the neighborhood from walking around with his three uh, mini mini pits uh, was near them. And one of his little uh, pits... Uh, took a took a bite attempt at the smaller of the couple's elderly dogs. the The guy, the 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 husband, got into it with the guy like, "Hey, your dog is out here snapping at our dog. What the hell?" They had a back and forth. Some sort of exchange happened. The guy sicks his dogs on the guy and his two old dogs. The guy's uh, wife grabs the smaller of the two dogs. The husband and the other dog are attacked by these three dogs. And in the middle of it all, while the dogs are attacking this uh, older dog, the lunatic who owns the three dogs pulls out a switchblade and stabs the dog to death. Actual dog murder. And then just walked off. I, I, Don, I said to Natalie, we were, we were at the beach last night, I said, do you want to go back to the city? Put on black clothes, get weapons. And be vigilantes and kill this guy ourselves. You want to do it? I'll do it. I'll change my life right now. I'll take on a whole new calling to become a vigilante and kill this guy. Can't believe this is a thing. It, the reason Nothing it surprises me anymore. It really struck me, though, because I, I have this whenever I'm out with the dogs. You know, you feel a little bit vulnerable being vulnerable being out with two senior dogs. You know, that if some sort of crazy person came along and wanted to harm them, could you do anything to protect them? So this like struck a really struck a chord. I assume they'll be able to find this dude considering he lives in the neighborhood and is the guy with those three dogs. So presumably they will find him. But I'll tell you what, Michael, that New York Post here is they sure know how to pull at heartstrings. You're being facetious, but it's true. No, 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 I'm not. I'm being dead serious. They know how to pull stories that will make everybody of a certain kind click on it and have to read it. And now I have to get the updates on it. They know what they're doing. You, you think Rupert made this money by accident? No, they don't give these jobs to chimps, as a wise man once said. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. So you guys know that Mike Dunleavy Jr. has taken over... um as GM in Golden State. MDJ. As he's known. Here's MDJ on DG, a.k.a. Draymond Green, his contract. Until we get the paperwork and the filing, we can't really comment or say much. So I will say, I think Steve has said it, and I'll reiterate, we really want Draymond back. What he means to this organization, this team, in terms of trying to win at the highest level, we feel like we have to have him. So that's very important. Beyond that, yeah, I mean... I think a lot can be made of all the challenges that, that are coming our way, whether it be aging roster, the new CBA with some of the limitations there, anything else we can bring up. But we're aware of all those things, but we also feel like we're in a great place because we've got a competitive owner willing to spend and a, a group that's really tied in. It's got good synergy, good processes, good sound decision making. So we, we feel confident we can navigate it. They've been pretty off. They've at least been playing the role of of 
being very forthcoming about how much they want to keep Draymond. And they could. All right, so let me ask you as a basketball and they could mean it. We don't expert, know. Peter. Yeah, sure, sure. Do you get it? I mean, Draymond, I guess, is a glue guy, but, I mean, he's opting out of $27 million. Are you going to give him more than that? He doesn't score. I know he does a lot of other things. He doesn't score. So which part do I get? Do I get it from the standpoint of why they would want to keep him so much? Of course. Um, he's 33 years old. Yeah, he's, he's going to want like a four-year deal at more than the 27 he was going to make this year. So what do you think he's looking for then, like 35 a year? Maybe. Are you giving him that? He scores 8.5 points a game. But like he shoots 61% from the free throw line. Well, here's my question. Do you think that this nucleus still has gas in the tank? Great question. I don't know. I mean, they're going to have to make a decision on Clay Thompson, too. So who would you rather have? Dream- now, they want to continue to play- pay exorbitant tax penalties. Okay, they make a lot of money there. I get it. But that's a great question, Peter. I don't know if there's... Because well, that, that's the whole that thing. team, the way it's presently constituted, beat the Denver Nuggets next year? Can they beat the Suns? Because that is essentially the entire conversation. If you believe that this is a team that can still win as presently constituted, that with those guys and the and the young guys they've added who are good as well, the Jordan Pools of the world, Looney, etc., with those guys, can you go out and win? If you believe you can, and you believe this year just didn't work out the way it was supposed to, but you can basically win, then then Michael, I do think you consider if it's if it's a number like going from twenty seven to thirty five to keep him around. Let's say you get him to three years, right, at thirty five a year, but it's to keep that nucleus together and keep Steph happy. If you believe that they can still go for another one, I say yes. Do I believe that? I don't know. I think that for them, I think for Steph to get another one, it's probably going to involve some sort of retooling. Now, here's my question. Hear me out. If you're Steph, do you think it's more critical that you keep Clay or Draymond? I think Clay. Because hmm. Clay, Clay is obviously, you know, not Clay Thompson of a few years ago. And even though he's incredibly pivotal for them offensively, um, I mean, last year he was 21.9 points a game still. And the guy can still can still score. Not far off his high at all. Um, he's he's only, The highest he ever had is 22 a game. But what don't you get the sense, Peter, he does not seem like the same player after those injuries? No. And his percentage is down a bit. Uh, it was down to 40% from three as opposed to 44% from three the year before. But if you move Clay, you can probably get something. I think Clay is probably a more valuable... Clay is a more valuable player on the market than Draymond would be, but it doesn't matter. Draymond wants to opt out, opt out anyway. But if Golden State can find value in him, who else can? It would have to be a team, I think, on the cusp. He feels more like a missing piece guy. Clay? Yeah, no. Um, Draymond. Draymond? So if, if, if he wants 35, and if Golden State doesn't give it to him, who will? Well, hear me out, though. That goes back you saying that about what he can mean to another team. Michael, that, that's what I meant about Clay. Like, Clay, for example, could go to a place like New York and I think make a huge impact. 
I think Draymond's impact is bigger in Golden State than it can be anywhere else. I actually think that Draymond could help the Knicks. That kind of tough-minded player. I really do. I don't think they'd come out and not be ready to play like they did a couple of times. But can they, and the, can they, the interest on, on his part would be, you know, he wants to be in the media. No better place to do that than in New York. But it, that would be more appealing to you than getting Clay at this stage? I'd rather have Clay. No, Clay's if I'm not available till a year after. No, I, I know, but I'm just doing in terms of value to the team they're on. Like I, I think Draymond does more for the Warriors than he can elsewhere. I think he's and I, yes. And I, think, I think he could be a gloopy somewhere else, but not the way he is in Golden State. Listen, he opted out because he probably knows Golden State will give him the money, or somebody will. But I don't know if somebody will. I think the La- well, the Lakers. A lot of teams don't have the money. See, the right. teams There's that are good of- don't have the money. Right. So it'd have to be a sign and trade with Golden State. Would they be willing to do that? Jordan Love had an interesting message yesterday on social media. Let, let's hear that, uh, Anthony. Happy Father's Day to uh, all the Bears fans out there. Go Pat Go. Uh, I, I, what's being speculated is that he was attempting to say that he was going to be the Bears' daddy the way Aaron Rodgers was. What yeah, else but why would he say Happy Father's Day if he was going to be their daddy? Because he messed up. Why would you ever think, want to didn't s- think it through? Yeah, because why would you ever want to say that Bears fans are your daddy? That doesn't even make sense. On the on on Ebro in the morning, we would call that uh, congratulations. You played yourself. <laughs> I think that, that's, that's what happened here. He got a little bit happy. It didn't work out. Now here's uh, Don's favorite clip from the weekend at the Vegas Golden Knights parade. Let's hear from William Carlson. You guys can hear me. So um, this guy, this guy. Yeah, I know. I know. He was here. They won. And I know you have been here. They won. You guys are so amazing. We played Arizona in the first game and we beat out of them. And I had no points. No points. But that's okay. Because at year one, I was pretty. Great. I don't get it. He was. He was that. Michael, have you watched the whole clip? No. The Carlson clip, Don. It's like if you were at a party and you got stuck with that drunk dude who just wouldn't stop talking but doesn't make any sense. You sure that was Carlson or was that Sir John Gilgood? I don't know the reference, so I'm going to go with Carlson. (laughs) John Gilgood is a a very proper English actor. Oh, got it, got it, got it. God. John I've got Gilgood. to explain my jokes. Maybe it's time. Yeah, but no, it's well, just a just to Peter. John Gilgood. Uh, you don't John know who Gilgood. John Gilgood is. You, to, to, to not get the rev, it's on you, Peter. I mean, I, I listen. Sometimes it's just on you. You can't you can't know everything. I, I I just how do I say this the right way? If you guys feel that way, n- I'm not bright about many things, but when it comes to like cultural references. For people my age, I'm on the better end of most of our audience. No, That's not even in question. But but but, but sometimes. I, so I'm I'm do, saying. Don't you think the sir should give it away? Well, I could I could have figured. Yes, of course, I knew that it meant it was someone you English. Know, you, you, you talking about a Flintstones character? <laughs> but I didn't know actor. Why, why would I know no, it's an actor? Do, you should give That's away Mr. that it's Slate obviously somebody well spoken. It just sounds like somebody that wouldn't do that. 
It's just why under- sometimes you go on the ride. You don't have to know how it works. You just go for the ride. I understood that part. I knew what <laughs> the, I knew saying. the joke he was trying. I'm not an idiot. I just didn't know who Gilgood was. I know, but it's not about no, so, you, know, right, you don't so have to Peter, go on the IMDb and re- find out I'm everything. Looking, well, I'm Help me along, Peter. Give me a very erudite actor that I could have used there. Um, that sir, you known. Uh, uh, who's a good? Who's one that has an actual? You could have said Hugh Grant. You could have no, said Grant no, it got doesn't work. caught with a. I mean, it doesn't change how he talks. Yeah, but it doesn't you, work. You could uh, Kenneth Branagh. It's not just having an accent; it's just being very, very well spoken. How, well, no, by the way, Hugh Grant said Alistair Cook, but I would have lost you there too. Yes, what you would. He said, uh, "How about this? What if he said Sir Alec Guinness?" Nope. What? <laughs> You don't. You didn't see Star Wars. I don't know who Alec Guinness you know was in Star Wars. Was he, uh, he Obi Wan? He would have yeah. been James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones would have worked. Yeah. All right. But you don't know Obi Wan? I know. I don't know the actors who plays Obi Wan. Well, that's on you. No. No. Sometimes no. I'm, it was t- I'm tired of being sometimes the old man. The like, guess what? Just some, not yeah, just take the L. No. Just the you gotta idea take the L. that if it happened before you were born, <laughs> no. you, you urinate on it. It's like worthless to you. Wipe your butt I'm, with it. I'm, I'm tired of that I'm kind not, of an attitude. I'm not I really urinate. am. That that is ignorance on your part. Just take I, the L. Say, so, you know what? I nope. should know that, and I don't. No. Nope. I apologize to my audience. I was born in '79. No, I'm sorry, because I represent the audience in this case. No, come on. It's not. You, no, you will lose this one. No, because I won't. there's enough nerds that love Star Wars. They basically well, that, have posters of the guy up on the wall. Well, that you they have know to who ask, he is. But I'm not a Star Wars guy. Yeah, but you, but no, it's it's part of the pop culture. I'm not a Star Wars guy. But I, I breathe the air. I know what's going on. I know left and right. I know forward and backward. <laughs> just sometimes you just got to say, you know I, what? Bad no. job out of me. No, I, I'll give it to you. When it, there have been no. one. Listen, I gave it to you for Casey Stengel. That was a really fair one. This is this no, is. No, I actually, I, I I'm leaning towards on this actually being worse. The worst than Stengel. A sweatshirt for the New Yorker, probably the most erudite magazine that you could actually think of. Yeah, and, and, I, and you I don't know Sir John Gilgood. He doesn't know Alec Guinness. <laughs> For the record, I, I just want to say. What the, do you think? They pass these sirs out like uh, well, they, like they, toaster pops? Toaster they give pops. enough out. I don't know. I didn't have the rights to Pop-Tarts, so I threw that out. <laughs> Come on. I mean, no, he was a stage a, director in the 40s. I, why, I mean, why can't? I, I, I'll, I'll give you the gill good. I, although I should got to give me gill good. But because no, Guinness, everyone I'm out sorry, there. Sorry, you're wrong. You you got you have to take the L on that. Oh wait, hold on. What, uh, what's his name again? Sir John Gilgood. No, I know him. The the Obi Wan. Sir McClellan? Alec Guinness. Oh, sir. oh Alec. He, he, he was Obi Wan Kenobi in Star Wars. What the hell's the matter with you? It, what else was he? Doesn't matter. <laughs> I, it honestly doesn't. And I'm not a Star Wars guy. I, I know. Well, I, I don't know what's wrong with losing. What are you going to go undefeated your whole life? I, I I just don't think his name is known by non-Star Wars people. I don't. All right, we got a break. We can continue this well, argument. No, for the next. I, I want. I don't want a break. No, I. I agree <laughs> with you. That will do it for ENN today. Presented by D'Agostino and Associates, the injury firm. Almost 35 years getting accident victims every dollar they deserve. Offices throughout New York, New Jersey. Eight 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 twenty four Law twenty four D'Agostino. Bye back. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoons starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey, Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.